recording directly to this comp. Okay, cool. How are to mine? That's the way it is. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so happy you've got this microphone now. I've got a microphone, yes. Oh. That's that's the new fact. I wonder if anyone can tell. Can you tell? Well, email in. Can you tell? <laughs> don't and don't think, oh like just please Miles and say, yeah, I notice. If you notice nothing, tell me and I'll get 115 quid off him or I'll have it anyway. <laughs> we we had to sort of find a time which worked for Gary today because he was having some crisps delivered to his flat. And he didn't well, want that to interrupt the recording. I needed to go out afterwards, so I, I had to wait in. It wasn't just crisps. I think there was some... Uh, you get wine as well, weren't Body you? shower. Oh, no, I got wine from the shop. And do you buy in bulk? So, oh, well, that's the thing on Amazon. You don't choose to buy in bulk, but when they come, and they it will tell you. It's like 18 of them or whatever. So you're not... <sighs> when you go shopping, you're buying one of something. But yeah, like um, kitchen roll. I had to keep it under a huge chair. Like, because it just, it was everywhere. I did no cupboard I could fit in. They sent me about 28 rolls of this huge... I'm pretty sure you can use that as furniture now, those 28 rolls. Well, they're actually, I'm down to about two, so I <laughs> do use a lot. I need it. Oh, anyway, uh, welcome to the it. D Trout Spinners podcast with was your that, friends, Was Mark that a little Pennell cheeky, was that a little cheeky sort of opening where we don't yeah, say just, opening and it I just comes in? Do I don't again? even like to say it to me. Is that... Let's <laughs> move yeah. into the meat now. Yeah, no, it's all good, man. It's all good. Well, How's your week ask. been? Mm, I am asking you. Ask you. My week's been all right, yeah. How's yours? Uh, come on, come on. No. Tell the listeners well, more about the exciting thing. I did thing. stand-up at... Yeah. Uh, what was well, it? Tell me what it's called. You tell me. I, I, can't just, remember. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember uh, your social calendar. It was in Kemp Town in Brighton. And, uh, yeah, it went really well. But, you know, I don't want to be one of those people who says, oh, yeah, it went really well. And you have to just guess. Like, be like, no, but oh, you probably, said you got, you got pretty go consistent laughs, we'll... didn't you? Yeah, I don't like to say that. Is that if anyone in the bright is listening, do check them out. If anyone I'm sure you'll be doing another laugh. one soon, aren't you? Yeah, probably. But if anyone oh. wants to marry me, yeah, get in touch. <laughs> Definitely. No, but it was um, it was good. I did a couple of little bit of ad libs that I was pleased with with some of the uh, jokes, which one of which I taught you through. But is like, yeah, it was it was one of those acts. It wasn't some acts, and there were a couple that night. There was one thing, say meeting a girlfriend's parents. Yeah. And they might riff though. They might sort of divert slightly from that. But literally, it's a five minute act about that. Mine's the opposite to that. It is. Mm. I it doesn't have a theme. I sort of thought it might be it's just loads of bits together. It's just like bits. They together. do they do link together in a weird kind of way. But yeah, it's weird. You have to accept there's no theme, but they went down Very, well. I'm, well pretty, my... I'm pretty, pretty more pleased, apart from getting the last, than just getting up on stage. I'm delighted, man, for you. I it's think like it's great. just the, the anxiety of it. It's like, oh god. Yeah. Sitting once there it's waiting, done. For, waiting for me a little time. Now there was a break, but just before I went on, so. Yeah. I could go out and have a cigarette and it was that was helpful because I was like <laughs> I needed one you, know, you must have been your... you must have been chaining until oh I was beforehand I did get through 20 that day because <laughs> I kept I kept changing the order of things until mm. the very end because it was like no that fits better there and, yeah. that, and then you have to remember that that's there instead of yeah. there you know i think that's the thing i've it. always struggled with that that's why i couldn't do stand up it's just the remembering i think i could it's probably really pass for being funny but i think just just on a purely remembering basis my memories is like a sieve like sorry do you want um, me to go back and ask that crowd and try and locate them and ask the crowd that you <laughs> did comedy to and ask them if you're funny 
Because I, I, I'd look, like to see it. it no, went you were, well you were, you were, you were, you were, you were, you were. I know, I'm joking. It went well In fact, Mars didn't have an act, right? And he, that's bravery. He got up on stage anyway. It was funny, like, because he interacted with the audience and stuff. It was funny. But you basically, you, you admit you didn't, you didn't yeah. have an act. You, you no. did But you were fun, you were funny anyway. Like, it was funny kind of watching you. But I, no, like, I, th- I think, I think they, they, they respected my bravery more than my, my humor. No, but they laughed. I believe it they that laughed as well. I'm they okay with that. I think I do come across quite, quite yeah, well, well in person. But, yeah, but um, yeah. you, it, it is just it's such <laughs> it's kind of i mean that is the sort of is way of comedy though, yeah. isn't it because it's the desperation of wanting to it be is. liked and loved by a bunch of people who don't know or care about you but it's like imagine that but you had to look see if everyone's how where they were swiping at you right in front of you they're just swiping in front of you <laughs> yeah so you know like they don't like it. yeah and the laugh oh, is like oh. swipe right oh he's interested but people are interested. Unfortunately, no talent scouts in the audience. Yeah. Anything. And, uh, <laughs> they may not have spotted me anyway. To no. Honest, but... but both of them enjoyed it, didn't they? Oh, both yeah. Ooh, see, <laughs> that's why Mars is so funny. See, see that there? Evidence. Oh, mate. Um, my week's been very different to yours. I, did, oh, um, I didn't ask, but go on. I that's will okay. continue. I will continue. How's your week been, mate? Cheers. Um, cheers. I had the first two days off this week, Monday and Tuesday. A bit of a yeah. scratch. Yeah, I was well, going to say, not holiday days. No, you no, no. I was off sick. Yeah. I was off sick. I had a very, very rough, scratchy sore throat. It was like Steve, you know, Steve talks, we're talking up yeah. very up here, but you're right. But you're right. Yeah, but yeah. we talk when we're writing, Carl. I can barely talk. Anyway, but, it was uh, one of those really... Can I say, unusual... Mars, Mars mm. point touched me and said, um, I'm off sick. Do you want to d- record a podcast uh, today? <laughs> Uh, if you do, you know, get... In touch well, I thought I, I could just about talk for a podcast anyway. Anyway, the second day came around and I thought I could, I could work, but I just thought I've just got to be careful. I took a took a COVID test, made sure everything was okay, but I wasn't just... I just was not in fine fettle. And at work, we are very much like Carl and Steve and Ricky, where they go, you know... <laughs> It's, it's all about the work, isn't it? You can't take sick days. You can't be seen to show any kind of weakness and that sort of thing. And my colleague was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, we, we, had this re- we had this meeting. We did it when I came back. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah. How was your sick days? I was just going back to bed now, are you? Oh, fuck's sake. Like, you got to explain to someone that you're actually ill. But and it's you're a very... legally required to listen to them because you, you're at work. So you've got yeah. to do your work. But it's that really unusual. Okay. It's, it's a very sort of masculine trait, isn't it? To yeah, like no, no. Show no. That's, kind of... that's all right. Just that comment. Like, we've been talking like Steve, about work yeah. the whole time. And then literally right at the end, he just mentioned it. And it was like, he wasn't paying attention at all to any of the things I said before. He was just like, are oh, you going to get back to bed now? Oh, mate? so it's after you'd said a lot of stuff for the meeting. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's, yeah, it's a bit solid. Another thing that was a bit insulting, I'll tell you what, this week, my friend today or yesterday said, um, uh, do you want to come out for a roast roast dinner? We've just had someone drop out and we need space to fill. Do you want to join us for a roast dinner? And I said, um, we should put that in some writing or something. That's (laughs) funny. I like that. And I said, um, I said, thank you for the offer. Um, I'm actually recording. I didn't know what else to say, so I just yeah. left it. I left it there, and then I, my friend texted me. My mother friend said, "Why didn't you respond? Why, did, why didn't you come?" I was like, "I'm not going to be someone's. I'm not going to just fill in for someone. I'm not a sub." And yeah. like, can you imagine? Like, you, you're going to be sitting there enjoying your roast potatoes, and the whole time they're going to be looking at you, wishing that you were this other. So, I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what what you don't want in a friendship is to be invited when when a slot opens. If you're hearing that phrase, a slot has opened from them a lot, then there's some problems with your friendship. He said, oh, I haven't got, also, uh, I haven't got enough time to feel offended by this. And I was like, I've got a lot of time. 
Yeah. I will be offended by this. I I think this is worthy of being offended about. So what do you yeah. think, listeners? If you were asked to go and <laughs> have a roast dinner for a friend that has fallen out and that a slot becomes available, would you go? Yeah, I wouldn't personally just to no. be the first vote in this because I'd be at home with Domino's or something or Papa John's. Well, however like, I don't want to go for a roast. Do you know what I mean? That's good food. It's like healthy. <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> some tender stem broccoli you know there's and company the... i don't like that sort of thing you know that. no 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 don't can't deal with that another thing i was watching how BBC many bloody Jeff. things have you got this week this is the last thing shall we move on this last thing um bbc breakfast this is just a short thing it was the, just the news and they they talked just to some factory news. worker and like it was just like a vox pop to him he says oh we've we've seen the prices or we've seen the items uh squoze oh really <laughs> That's fantastic, anecdote. That's great. You should and, find uh, a clip. It. You find but, that clip. Find a clip. But he said it. It's just that thing of just saying it completely deadpanned, completely straight, as if it was a proper word. And it just brings us back to this week's episode, which is. Oh, that's clever. All right. Oh, Series three, episode right. eleven, originally broadcast on tenth of January two thousand and four. The gang are back, and they're talking about the mysteries of the universe. Steve talks about how crap James Bond is. Carl talks about elephants with wooden teeth, and Kirsty, the lab assistant's foley's. I'll put a link to the original description. <laughs> Put a link to the show in the description. And so you, you, seem to, you seem to stutter there. Are you all right? I did, yeah. No, I'm just, a bit, I'm just recovering. Oh, I'm just being tell. insulting like your friend. It's, yeah. You know, <laughs> and do, uh, yeah, do, do check out the show before you listen to us. Which is now. Hi. Back, welcome no. back. I wonder if anyone really does that. What are your thoughts? <laughs> no, it's very, very good. I like this episode. There's several elements that I like. Like, Buying a house, Steve buying a house, the Bond films chat, interesting. Mm. Rock, uh, the Monkey News is one of them, if not probably the best. It's top tier, isn't it? I think it's probably one or two or three, but probably yeah. one, I'd say. <laughs> I, I, judge, I know there's recency bias, so I've just listened to it, but I think it's the best. And and the rest of the chats, are right, I've sort of tuned out a bit in the middle. I've heard it so many times. Mm. But there was a lot of chat that wasn't boring. You know, sometimes some episodes it's good. There's some good bits that they have. They go onto a subject like think of an example. You may have an space. Yeah, like we did. But I don't. But no, you. They go onto a subject and it's like, okay, that's a bit boring. I can take it or leave that. But this week, generally, uh, there wasn't that chat. And when they went into something randomly, they did it funnily. Like Steve mm. tells a great anecdote about himself. Mm. Others are better at telling anecdotes that involve other people. But when it's specifically about him, Steve is the king of them. And he did it really well. And that was funny. The music was good. Apart from Olmo Corazon, which I, had, I cannot what understand. What is that song? Yeah. I don't know. But the, the rest of the music was good. Oh, when he, they were doing the Educating Ricky at the end, that was funny as well when they started ignoring him. It shows oh, I the, love that bit. It shows how much better. So would you say, mate? So yeah, he's still in. Yeah, he didn't say, but Steve doesn't get it as much. Like he's not as good at doing that because he's he kind of says that it's funnier when you don't acknowledge what Carl's just said. So Ricky, Ricky's so much better at that than Steve. But you know, it was good. It was still funny, and it, it worked. Mm. But yeah, overall, so it's, there's a lot of good bits that are memorable from this show, which there isn't always. There certainly was six laughs or more. I mean, in my quotes, I've got 
say about 10. I know, uh, obviously, in our favorite quotes, we've got something from the air, which we won't go into, but it's, it's two of the best quotes together. I know what you're going to say. And we, we can, <laughs> one of us would do one, and then I'll yeah, do the yeah. You do them. Yeah. And, and it would have been a good name for the show as well. Like, yeah. it's that good a quote. So, yeah, it's good. Oh, I hope I, I've got I, it now. I hope I've got the same as you. <laughs> I'm trying to do Yeah. Um, I, it will be. But yeah, last week's was a bit disappointing because I had kind of had in my memory that the end of series three, including episode 10, were a really good batch of shows. Last week's wasn't bad, but it's, it's episode 11 and next week's 12 that are the really ones I like. Lots of And that will be our last show of this season because then we would have finished season three and on to greener pastures for series four. And then we'll be done. And then we'll have to go back well, to no. series one. Well, no, we, we haven't done that yet. Well, we've got so. other things to do, obviously. I've got a question about that, which is coming up in XFM in the community, which oh, we do later where we read your feedback. We've also got your favourite quotes, I should say, right. at this point. Uh, that's all of our bases covered now. Um, what do you make of That's the... all we've got. <laughs> like, usually when, when a radio show or podcast no, I've got reads a out what they've bit... got to cover, it's like a lot of things. That was just two things. It's already quite a long podcast, mate. I edit it every week, I should know. Can I just say about this episode, I also love... The bond bit. I don't know why I enjoy that that bit so much. I just I think it's I I do love Bond films and and it's not even a new or an original take on you know the Bond pun or the Bond pickup line, but it's just the way it's delivered and it's so funny. Yeah, it <laughs> is new take because it's so it's so in in an no, but it's not it's not a way. new observation. No, it's an ironically old way. Like it's just the way of doing it like that. It's so it's so ridiculous, you know. And it, and they're real quotes. And it was the reason I liked it particularly is not because it's it is funny, it, but it's so just a natural thing. Like Steve remembered those quotes. It wasn't contrived in any way, and they are funny. Like they were. He, he remembered some good ones for Ricky to laugh at and Ricky remembered, you know, a couple and they were real. And yeah, because everyone, everyone knows Bond, whether you like Bond or not, you've seen quite a few. Of oh, Gary, could, could you, let's do a bit of a test. Who's the, who was the current James Bond? Uh, well, Daniel Craig. <laughs> Is that the test? I thought you were going to say, well, it's, it's obviously still Sean Connor, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I was going to, yeah, okay. Ooh. I uh, asked um, Bob Boldus. Asked... Bob Boldus. Yeah, yeah, he did it first. Yeah, apparently he did, yeah. yeah. I asked listeners um, if they could tell us their worst Bond lines or puns. Here can we I go. Can I sit back? This will I get echoey. I like to sit back when you read. You're okay. You can just okay. relax for this bit, I suppose. Pi Sirrett says, he must have found me quite titillating. So <laughs> really? Is that a line? Yeah. Uh, oh, God, this is brilliant. So Harry Harry says, I thought Christmas only comes once a year. And oh, that, yeah, yeah. Was, and that is literally one of my worst ones as well. It's I think Christmas it's Christmas Jones, she's called, isn't it? The exactly. Christmas she's got a whole yeah. character. I remember I was watching some, God knows why, I was watching some behind-the-scenes content about, I think it's Tomorrow Never Dies or The World Is Not Enough, one of those films anyway. And uh, <laughs> she's got this very sort of sexy-looking model woman. I can't ever remember her name. And she's a doctor. And she's called Dr. Christmas Jones. And that's yeah. literally... And they're like, yeah, but there's a reason. Like, no, there's a reason why. There's a whole joke. It's mad that she's oh, no. Christmas. Well, go, yeah, but there's a reason why she's well, called that. Well, is and then that when I, you get to the end of yeah. the film... They've they done it all for that sex. one time. I've never thought of that. Yeah, they and then he goes up, who thought Christmas only came once a year? Oh, did, did you hear that? Did, did you hear that bit of screenwriting? Yeah, that's, so, that's funny. I didn't think of that but they probably did it all for that joke i have to be of an age where when that came out like all the lads at school were like oh 
Christmas Jones and actually she's well fit. Like, so it, I guarantee it will have come out in like 99, maybe, maybe slightly later, but you can check. But it was a big thing at school. Like, oh, whoever plays her was like, oh, she's so. So, yeah, it was, it was The World Is Not Enough in 1999. There you go. I was 15. That's back when you were school. Legal. And uh, Denise, yeah, former yeah, that's uh, fashion it. Denise Richards. I thought it was Carmen Electra, but she looks a little bit similar. Well, I was getting confused of her and the girl and. Starship Troopers, and this is the same person. Can't remember anyway. I was getting confused with Les Dennis. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Trek's little hand says in in line to that. Uh, hands down the worst. Trek's little hand. Yeah, I always stop the movie before that scene. Jack Cooper. Yeah, I'm just attempting re-entry. Wavy Davy Gravy says your mouth is the right size for me. That is. Like, what? Really? They. Yeah, that's, mean, that's from like... uh, from from Russia who's, with love. Who's right? It's just. This? They're probably millionaires, was we do this for nothing, quite <laughs> rightly as well. But but um no, there's also great uh, some bond quotes that they've done in the past, isn't it? When uh, Ricky um, when Carl does Roger Moore impression, Roger yeah. Moore, Roger Moore series that's the series one, series one, yeah. Roger we'll Moore, first, 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 it's not quite like that. No, I do. I always find that very amusing. Yeah, and it's so true, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say for other reasons as well. Read David Mitchell's article in The Guardian from a few months ago about Sean Connery. It, it becomes about something else and people proving their worth through hatred of other things. It's a very, very clever article and I can't recommend it enough. I like Daniel Craig, me. I was yeah. a bit gutted when he was. I did like him. But he, I, can we say a spoiler? Because I only know spoiler because I was watching Commodore. Oh, Man no, don't. I don't think I we should spoil things. Okay, no. I don't but, want to spoil things. I also like the... The Steve Hagling story. But it's very odd like that he it. says, um, so go to Tottenham Court Road, tell her you get the best price, you haggle. You can't haggle on Tottenham Court Road. They're all like high street shops. I know, I know, yeah. You, how can I, I wouldn't be able to walk into Dixon's or Curry's and go, I'll give you 800. There's no way it, the, the no. prices are set. You can't, it's, it's not it's like not you're in some sort market. of market. Yeah, well, exactly. It's not like you're in Morocco and you're buying a tagine. <laughs> You know, well, he's thought of that beforehand. I know he has. I haven't. Not these are <laughs> okay, not in my no, notes. I'm only missing the bad. Yeah, it's all right. I might use that. Other things are in my notes, but thinking of a tagine, right? How do you spell tagine? <laughs> <laughs> No, um, yeah, it's a bit. Sick. I think I, I believe it as a genuine story, and he, he tells it so well. Like, oh yeah, he's got that end bit, and it's like he knew that he knew it'd be funny. He's very, very good that like against him in the in the end. It was, it was funny, and I could just imagine him going to the shop and saying, "I'll, I'll pay thirteen hundred And and the shopkeeper, sure, right, as, as you say, like, no, sorry, what are you talking about? This is a shop in a in a big <laughs> high street, you know, in London, biggest busiest high street in London. I was there the and, other day. Yeah. So yeah, well, do you want a medal or what? Will I get on with it? Um, <laughs> But you say, I'll buy a lap, you know, 1500. They can't just get 200 quid off. No. Mad. Like, I haggle at a second hand shop where it's like an electronic shop where, say, I got my iPod and it was 70 or something. And I, I said, Well, I'll give you 55 and we sell on 60. That's, I, I think that's, that's all right. I've never haggled for something. Oh, I, I don't really? think I've ever haggled. Okay. Yeah, the butchers, you know. Maybe do it at butchers. At the butchers, would you? Well, I, I haven't been to butchers since I was a young boy. <laughs> I do a hundred percent agree with Steve. Though you do, you do want the sort of uh, sort of best price, but also, you know, he's talking about buying a house. Well, I don't know if there's some science or no, there's some yeah, damp or something. Very good. Yeah, and. Uh, and and just how much Steve doesn't know about you know the adult world because I'm I'm there as well 
be totally. Yeah, you do, yeah, but you know. No, more but I wouldn't know how it. you do all that stuff. You know, no, I, these wouldn't... are these are lessons. Like I'm a big fan of Martin Lewis, as you know, and it's these sort of like consumer finance things. Like no one knows these this stuff. This is all stuff well, that so, you well, just you're are, meant to. No, people do. Absorb but I get via... it. Not everyone. People well, yeah, do. But there's know. no like formal education. No one sits no. down and tells you. No. You know, and I loved when Carl in like series one suddenly says, "Oh, you sit down. One of we could either go to uh, it was economic something. They went to the cornflake factory." And we were told how to write out a check. And I was like, these yeah. are such useful, yeah. practical skills that no yeah, one, yeah. you well, get taught of that now. No, education should, they have like personal social skills or something, PSS yeah. or something like that. But if people didn't have debit cards, or did debit cards then, yeah, checks would be useful then. It wouldn't be useful now. But no. showing you how to use a debit card, you know, it's not that hard, but actually Rishi Sunak couldn't do it because he put the debit card up I to saw the that. thing, you scanned the thing. I always Learned tune skills. out at this, in this episode with um Steve. He So he does that anecdote very well, but the one at the pub, I do skip that. Mm. I'll be honest with oh, you. It's not the best, no. But it, it's made up enough with different bits in this episode that for quite a long period, like a five minutes yeah. long period, that they're entertaining for entertaining relatively for them even mm. for that period. And there's quite a few. Well, they do. Show, but I agree with you. Yeah. But it's supported by a lot of actually. Ricky's very good at ad libbing at all stages in this episode. He's, he does cool. it at a few opportunities, like like there where. <laughs> He says to blend in. When you go, yeah, pigs. I, f- I hate the pigs as well. No, no, I'm a lawyer. And that's, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a very, very funny, like uh, which very good. Like, like, so clever. When, it's so, it's I, so amazing. Much cleverer than it seems. It's such. It seems like such a little thing to kind of do. That. And we listen and we think, oh, that's funny. We smile. Yeah, but you take it for granted to, to, to do that on the spot. I know. No, I'm a lawyer. You know, like, and at the to, same time, he does he, it again. Where where it, he paints a really good picture, like. When he's talking about buying the office, it says, uh, oh, yeah, like I imagine that. like walking there, you're a prostitute there. Morning, morning, yep. Where'd you got coffee? Yeah, Starbucks, yeah, just down the road. Like, yeah. You can, no, you can just so imagine like that delivered in his tone and just standing there doing the, you know, the Ricky mannerisms, just going, yeah. Oh, well, it, it, it does it does translate a bit to what I imagine, what we imagine him doing like now with everyone, like, because oh. it does show some arrogance, like being like that with low level employees who just is to show you, a, I get it because it's funny. It is funny him describing it, but that kind of Ricky is more real. It's yeah. more him. Yeah, but I'll say, it's, I've been to that part of London many times. You can't get anywhere around there without a brothel somewhere because it's like he was in basically where you went, Tottenham Court Road. It's mm. that just behind Tottenham Court Road. Well, it's, it's more Soho, isn't it? It's the, well, that is Tottenham Court Road is the yeah, upper Soho, bound yeah. of Soho. So that's where he wanted an office. Yeah, I'm not saying There's not brothels, though. It's like sex shops and like Thai Mate, massages. there are brothels everywhere. I've done a, a pub crawl. A brothel <laughs> No, well, you did I, that. You did, that's where you've done the most of your haggling in those. Like, yeah, yeah. So I get uh, they end up. They end up putting the price up. I still pay it. I do think that bit of um, ad libbing with the prostitute is is a bit reminiscent of um, in extras where he talks to the homeless person. Is like, I I I walk past here a few times there, mate. See, yeah. I do find it quite interesting uh, that this point of their career because they've gone to the US. To, for, because of the globes and the office pilot is being filmed and you forget how quickly their sort of meteoric like rise how quickly it happened I, yeah. I can't imagine that happening now i mean things obviously do strike a nerve in the sort of pop cultural sort of spectrum but the office was huge you forget how 
not just big it was in the UK, it was huge everywhere. And the fact that they'd already sold rights to it to it US. A bit, there were millionaires that like yeah, maybe not yeah, millionaires, been, but getting true. there to No, I think you, so Ricky certainly would have been. But you get paid everything in April, didn't you? So if it had passed the April where he gets paid for his acting. He would have been, and Steve would have been fine as well. That's why when Steve says he, he, he in their joke, they see what Benji's shut, you know. And I think, God, I spend so much more than that on food. And yeah. Steve, like, is being careful, and he's worth lot hundreds of thousands of pounds minimum. And I think, like, should I be being careful as well then? Because I'm a, I am worth nothing compared with that, and I still spend more on food. But the yeah. office wasn't huge. It wasn't like it's only BBC Two, and I think like not as many people. It's still underground a bit. But the it was BBC were One being sold. Mm. Maybe Series Two was Series One. I think was BBC mm. Two. But yeah, and they went to America and they sold it. And that's when Ricky went to the Golden Globes and accepted two Golden Globes and won them, you know, mm. rightly. But that's his first sort of anyone in America had heard of him. No one knew. It's mad, him, isn't it? It's crazy to think now how many. He's more famous in America probably now than than any British. Entity. And I love those early videos of him really enjoying his and celebrating his success with Steve and the rest of the cast because can you imagine that feeling it's oh. it's all new and oh. you're in this completely alien situation but you know yeah. that you've produced this quality product and he did and just, really well with his speech oh, like, man. Like, the and speeches weren't they weren't like as good as but then you listen to shows like this good. and you just think how funny he was and you know we've got a bit of maybe ricky's new persona coming up with uh, an observation that gary made earlier in the week which we'll, oh. we're trying to fish out in text message but we'll keep that for xfm in the community but i think it's i think it's good and it kind of relates a little bit to what we're talking to today let's Talk about some of the reoccurring features. So obviously there's Rockbusters here. Or do you I make rate, the Rockbusters? Well, the Rockbusters are good. I've rated, let's see, I've rated Monkey News 10 out of 10. And it's rare that I would give 10 out of 10. But that was, <laughs> it is a 10 out of 10. Rockbusters. Five, you want No, um, it was good. Yeah, I liked it. Educating Ricky. Educating Ricky, yeah, I like. But... Yeah, all the features I like, they were good this week. What did you think of Rockbusters then to start? I think I think Rockbusters is, is very funny. <laughs> especially good, especially I, I will always find this funny, but uh it's the outcast. He was in the cast, he's got out of the cast. But had worse than that. We've had worse, worse than that. Think of that. You love that. You, I just, you I love that, that a lot. Because, because it's, um, Carl's got this really breathy delivery. He goes, worse than that. We've worse than that. We've had worse. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't and there's know, also I'm, that like, sort I'm pretty of... sure I could make Oasis work if I tried hard enough. <laughs> yeah, but I just like this Carl's admission that <laughs> for all of his defense of Rockbusters, he goes, "Who said that?" He says, "Steve's." I yeah, talked to yeah. people who said, oh, "You know, know can you drop that want... feature," and uh, <laughs> and for all of his confidence and his kind of, you know, <laughs> blind. You know, yeah. yeah, it's like that. He'll just go, "I oh, know it's a pile of shit." Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, worse yeah. than that. <laughs> Yeah, and I do also funny. love that educate Ricky where is what you're not guilty. I just don't know. Well, is it? I uh, know it's just the way he says it. Carl knows at that point, and I think they do the exact right thing to to make it funny as Ricky leads it. Yeah, to kind of just say, um, "Do you like the new or whatever?" Other they just start yeah. talking about something random. It's like there's another time they do that, and I often get these times confused. But there is another time, either series three or four or five, somewhere near to this. I don't think we've covered it yet, so it'll be after this, where they do that again and they ignore him and they just say, talk about music or whatever. But yeah, that works very well. I like it as a bit. And uh, 
it's funny. Ricky, it shows Ricky's talent over anyone else, including Steve, because Steve doesn't really do it as well. He he kind of engages too much with Carl on that, but you're supposed to kind of not engage. I think um also this monkey news obviously we've said it is it's probably it's top tier. It is uh, yeah. Just for is. so many reasons. I mean, you can see it <laughs> I just love how it builds up. Let him finish. <laughs> yeah. You say you can see it coming. No. No, Steve, because you know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. And but also, you... I had I had this this in my head the whole this whole week for some reason. I've had the um, share appearing on the Russian TV channel, yeah. and you posted I love about it. I love, yeah, I did. I posted because I just couldn't get that in my brain. And the reason is because. Like this episode, that was Ricky's suggestion. He says, oh, what was her name? Yeah. Well, it depends what she does. If she's a lab assistant, you're called lab assistant. Kirsty, Kirsty yeah, Morris. Yeah, yeah. And that becomes part of the joke, part of the anecdote. Imagine he could have chosen any other name, you know, or at Laura. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. I know. It's, Maria. That's why it's so It's funny. just the fact that it's Kirsty. And it's, all right, Kirsty. No. Ah! But Carl, he does, <laughs> so you didn't need... But he he didn't need to do that, and he would have still been funny. But the fact he does like, and he he sort of he takes that <laughs> that creation from Ricky's mind. Yeah, it no, means nothing to anyone. Yeah, really. it does but exactly. Then he makes it, but he because I'm not blaming. That's what I'm I love saying. About it's a it. good thing by Ricky. Ricky's really quick to come up with a name that's believable, a first name, and then a surname. You know, people could do that, but you know. He plays on it well, and then say, "All right, Kirsty," and then and then say she wasn't a looker anyway. A few minutes later, <laughs> after the song, it's, it's that. I mean, uh, that's that's the two quotes. Yeah, that I know that we were going to do, yeah, but you know, they could they were inevitably going to come up. But it's so it's so good. And actually, you say Ricky says, "You know what's going to happen, Steve? I know what's going to happen." Well, I'm convinced because I didn't know. They didn't. He didn't know. He thought. Yeah, I agree. Actually, he I, thought it was going to be. Yeah. He, he thought, I think, they were going to get together and have a relationship. <laughs> that's what it sounds like at the beginning. That's what, when Ricky's shouting, oh, you know, I know what's it. So actually, when it turns out what it is, it is a surprise still. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. what? That's, I didn't expect that. I expected something. Right, but... I didn't want you to do that. You'd be noshing him. You'd be down there. Um, also, it's, do it's, it's just the, it's the 247. Yeah. Oh, I'm Kirsty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I just like when he goes to sing around, talk, uh, put a lip, lippy on, on rabbits. I mean, as <laughs> sounds fucking awful, obviously. Horrendous. <laughs> like yeah. Animal cruelty, but yeah. oh my God. God, I get too attached to these sketches. Oh my God, so funny. No, they are not. But there's things, they're not written. That's why they're so clever, because they're not even sketches, but they become a sketch. Have you noticed as well, slightly, this is just such an odd, stupid, meaningless thing to say. Shouldn't say it, but well, I don't will. say it then. <laughs> I'd say, I'd be judging Have you noticed at the start of this episode? I don't know what quality of the audio is for everyone. It's really muffled at the start. Have you noticed it's that? It's funny you say that because I haven't particularly noticed that. But I was going to ask listeners if they've noticed if their recording of it has a skipped. It skips the audio, and when Carl's when? saying, "Yeah," when Carl's saying um, something about the end as the monkey's escaping. And she checked the mirror in the mirror or she put a bit of lippy on and then it, it skips and it skips about 20 seconds backwards and it repeats the same audio. No and way. I listened to that once. That on can't a hangover. be right. I had a real big hangover and it's really scared me. I was like, so I just... usually at that time I'd have asked you, were you hung over? Yeah, this? were you on crack? 
Yes. No, <laughs> but, no but uh, seriously, it, it. No, every time I've heard it, I know. I know it's there in my recording. There is some. There is some jumps in that bit, and there's another jump that goes. I've definitely had it. jumps before. Like uh, the, the main jump I've had is the REM night swimming. Yeah. Bit. Okay, That's so we all so have annoying. That. I think I we all wondered, have that. Do, do other listeners have what I have? Because you don't have it. It seems on this. It's uh, during so, that no. story. It skips backwards. It's no no problem. Mm. You just hear a bit again. Do you want a bit of trivia as we head into our break? I don't actually. No, well, I will tell you anyway. Joanne Ogden, despite Carl's suspicion, did win the film quiz six weeks earlier. So Carl what? denies that he didn't send the presents. No, the hang gifts. on, you've used a double negative there. Carl, de- Carl denies that he doesn't. He didn't send the presents, so he did send. No, the no, he did. He says that he did. Oh, okay. Yes, actually. So your double negative was correct. I was picking you up on something yeah. that you did actually do correctly. I'm so confused now. <laughs> no, it's okay. Don't worry about <laughs> What is this trivia point? I don't even... Uh, it was just, just interesting. No, it's it's meant to be interesting. Well, uh, you know, let's open with it. Should we have a little break and then... I think uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Have a lie down. It's been good. <laughs> Amsterdam for us no imagine you did that without telling me can't see your face tilt your camera oh oh he wants to see my face I have to I'm not talking to marry me I'm not looking at a picture of a a shell on your wall actually it's two shells so okay two shells yeah no I'm doing that you go to Amsterdam you're not going don't do that what you know (laughs) you know what you were out of everyone I know you be worse for you no what will happen is i'll go to the red light district and i'll just have a start go, have just uh, just woke up yeah starbucks yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's okay but uh, you no. know prostitution and STD but it does fine, tie us to not, yeah no all sex workers good get a union join Little a union scooby doo mad enough for that again mate no uh it does tell me back to next week's episode which is our last in this current run of series three which is when they they do discuss anne frank story because there is the anne frank museum in amsterdam oh you go all oh, right okay so i probably won't round about way go, but... you got back to where we are now i know i know That's so right. tangential and my, my first holiday in about two years. When and he, apparently it's been about two years since this pandemic lunch. started or something. You went to Venice about a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah, well, that's Gosh. still a long time ago. That was a long time ago. We need to sort our Edinburgh thing out as well, by the way. Yeah, we actually, uh, we do it because we've been looking, we're trying to get the former Edinburgh, this sort of show, that would be sort of not scripted and just how we're doing it now, but yeah. maybe it'll be on at one, like we, if we did a few, like say three on the run, it'll be, one will be about series one overall, and then series overall or something like that. So yeah. But no one's interested so far. It's like the best of this, if there was any best of moments. Yeah. It's the bit where we say, where the, you know, the audio comes in, it goes, and we turn off and it goes, those are bits. We just keep those bits. Yeah. Um, but for now, let's do some favourite quotes. Yeah, you all right? I, I mute you. Yeah, I was just, I was sniffing. I've got a sneeze coming. I was telling you. I oh, God. I might need to meet you again. I'll deal with that. Um, okay, cool. Shall I go first? How many have you got? I got about the same as you, probably about ten. I've probably got more than ten, actually. So, but yeah, it's all right. We'll spin through them. Let's go you at go our own it. pace. You go. That's what I do in my life more generally. Yeah, but I like to 
plan like you Can don't. Can I just say, actually, my cultural recommendation this week, the film The Worst Person in the World. Oh, Do go and watch it. Amazing film. I was of that. I was listening to everything. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, was. Totally non-tangential. Oh, Kermode loved it, by the way. I know, loved, yeah. And you loved Mr. Kermode. I've got a chair in the lift before. Yeah, yeah. That's my second. I've <laughs> got a chair first? in the lift before. My first one was, <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, do you remember that bit? What's that? So, I when I asked you that, it's because I didn't. But it's uh, it's like... I don't the, know that. It's No, it's Ricky at the end of something, and he goes... So, oh, so I don't know, you know, like, oh, I need to listen back. It sounds so email bad. in if you know. E- honestly, Spinners, email in if you know. Spinnerspodcast at gmail.com. Um, it, was, but, it was great, whatever it is. Uh, the carrot case is free anyway. I said I'd take it. Well, that's, again, you're, you're going through all my greatest hits here <laughs> that I've got coming up. Literally next to a brothel. I've written it out like that. And that is fun brothel. to say, isn't it? Brothel. I mean, you know, Baker's Four is brilliant, which is I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the, 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 who he is. And it's, he's, Richard he's, Bacon. He's a good. Oh yeah. If the audience don't know, he's a presenter. Actually, one of the best things happened to his career was getting caught with some cocaine. He is a kids presenter. He earns far more. Yeah, Blue more Peter. Now. He's bigger now. He's a good guy. Really good guy. We invited because... him onto the show. Actually, his agent said he remembered the shows. And he'd ask, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I would love to talk to Richard Bacon if you're listening. That was in Mr. Uh, Baker's 1998, Foils. we asked him. And so we'll <laughs> see what happens with that. Um, what race? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what race? That is, what race? I don't know. That's another yes. bit of ad-libbing I wanted to mention in the first half. What race? Half. What, what, what that's such... That's what, everyone, that's what everyone would say in that moment. Like no, he just I don't, I think a lot he captures of the, would, yeah, the he realism just, of it. They wouldn't think of the race. Do you know that, that's another thing that annoys me about? And I don't want to be a bit of Ricky Bashing, but he's set on this kind of Shane Meadows kind of wanting to do this kind of realist sort of gritty Britain thing. He knows how real people talk. He knows he's very observational. So why isn't he using this? Well, he's not in and the actually drugs being authentic but instead of doing not, this. There's a lot of authors that write about something that they haven't experienced. It's way outside their comfort zone. Like Steve, I'm sure has never bought guns and things like that. But you, do, I mean, he knows you how do, people no, no, talk. No, no, no. I'm saying my no, my point is going to grieve you. I'm saying you do your research, and you're saying Ricky mm. knows anyway, and he should know. But you do your research. You get someone. There's people there you can talk to. People you know, or people in the industry. You find someone who knows that, and you learn and learn, learn yeah. lots. You know, because you don't know. It, I, it's okay that Ricky hasn't bought drugs probably before. It's probably good. No, I know. Yeah. You know. But that scene with the drugs where it's like, I don't yeah, know, I've got yeah. a bag of drugs. Got a you bag of drugs. We're doing it again. We um, would make things twice. It's not big. It's just round. Yeah. Get it Get big. it right. Lost seven grand on that one. Oh, poor Carl. That. Lose some money. Who said that? Who, Who said, said come that? Come on. Come on. Come on. And this is linked to the one I just did. If it was a flight at Manchester, it could have only been worth about eight grand anyway. Yeah. It sort of goes quite... So sarky. Oh, but also Carl's sweet naivety buying his first house, which, you know, at the time he's 30. I'm 32. I haven't got my own fucking house. No, he bought before 30 because he was 30 yeah. then, but he bought oh in God, Manchester yeah, years true. earlier. So he bought in his And he thought house. he was going to live and die in that. But a lot, and, uh, this might sound terrible, like in terms of, I'm not People do anyone. think like that, don't People they? in Manchester and. Whoa, I, know, that's, I can't. Don't know. go there. 
No, don't even. Okay, don't. I will keep that in. Just embarrass. Okay, no, no, no. People, (laughs) people in certain locations, including everywhere, like you know, people if they born in a town, some people, yeah, they do what their grandfathers did and their fathers did. They just live in the same town. No, yeah, of course. Carl, because yeah, if Carl had a lot of people in Ipswich have got married with kids who I went to school with, and they'll probably die. A lot of inbred (laughs) people are. I mean, it's a small pool. Um, you're taking bro. Little boy, yeah. Yeah, but no nah, baby. No nah, baby. Yeah, I like that. I do like that one. I like that Mr. and Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Those little bits the ads are worth so much that no one would I know. Apart from Ricky. I was, I was kind of, all those feathers and he still couldn't fly. <laughs> What are you talking about? You're mass- Can you imagine? Man. Can you imagine like if that happened in like seven or like a, yeah. a film with like, American yeah. Psycho? I mean, it probably would happen in American Psycho too much, but like, Silence yeah. of Lambs, Hannibal Lecter like, goes, all oh, those feathers, he's still good. Like, yeah, well, the Shawshank Redemption. That <laughs> like, He says this twice and they're both different each time, but very, very funny. Um, if it's all about arse, why don't gaze like a little bit of tit? A little bit of tit. You like that, don't you? You, I you, love re- that. you reference that but, a lot. Do, do, you know, do you know what? That is actually as offensive and as obscene as that is. Yeah. I sort of get his. Yeah, why don't <laughs> yeah. you? Know well, so anyway, let's not get down a techni- technical, <laughs> technological discussion about that. But, but I, I do I think... like you, you. You you always like that bit, though, because you, you mentioned quite a lot about the. Christmas special, first part set up, second yeah. part's payoff. And and Carl yeah. recognises that. Yeah, he did. And I, I thought that as I watched it like live in 2004, it would have been or five. Yeah, showing your yeah. no, it's it's not. You don't realise as you're watching the first one. It's only after you've seen the second one you think, yeah. oh, yeah, that's good. And it's kind of better. Yeah. But quite, again, Carl, Carl's got a great comedic brain, as much as people say, oh, no, he's stupid. He doesn't understand what he's saying. He's, of course he understands lots of it. Uh, there was a couple knocking about, oh, talking yeah. about dinosaurs. I love that. There's a couple knocking about. Because that's it's so... Knocking about, it's just... That is not true as well. Like, no. And he must know who gave the dinosaurs the names. He must know that that's a load of shit. Mm, yeah, of course he does. There's no way he can legit think that a caveman coined the term dinosaurs. No, no. I mean, like, they might have had an expression for them that morphed into... Is that is that is that Christmas Jones coming again? What is that? Oh my god! Oh god! Why did I go? Anyway, let I'll move straight on. Um, the stand up, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, this is best go. stuff as well. Yeah, um, small venues. All right. Oh no, no, I've got that. Who's who's the winner? Who's the winner? <laughs> Steve Goldman. Fred worse than that. Fred worse than that. Fred worse than that. You do like that one, yeah? I, 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 yeah. No, no, no. The last time I'll say it. No, it's I, I. I'm saying in life you use that quite a lot. Like, and I, my next one is all right, Kirsty. And then and that was my. You can do the next one, the next bit. <laughs> What's the looker anyway? But I, I, my, my other one is um. I don't know what it's been eating. Yeah. <laughs> I love I that so much. It's, it's the elephants just like oh, I don't know what it's been eating. Like yeah. husk, is it pulp, pulpit, pulp, pulp. Yeah. Oh, but they, they are. Oh, I do feel so sorry for um the reaction that Carl gets from uh his educating Ricky's, which I, actually don't really thought... improve next week, where it's the kiss a little nipple. Yeah, yeah, luck, give it a luck, a yeah, luck. Carl could actually give it a luck. But I thought you were going to say I feel sorry for the elephants, but you know, oh, no man. sympathy from the elephants. 
Okay. actually again love, no, 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 love an elephant love an elephant yeah, and really what cool. are your favourite quotes email in at com or on twitter for all other nonsense spinnerspodcast at gmail.com I Ooh. should say at this moment before we move on to our last feature which is XFM in the community oh yeah where we read your feedback Gary if someone oh, yeah. was to be a fan of the podcast but they wanted some extra content but at the same time they want to support the podcast is, is there something they could do? Yeah, they could send me money. Or they could send both of us money in a no, way, they couldn't could, they? Yeah, you could go to the scandalous Patreon who take a lot of... So when if you donate something, don't think we're getting it all because we're not. No, you could go to Patreon. You're going to get videos of us. We're going to put the recordings that we do, all the, the video that we get rid of usually. We're going to put the videos up. We have already done that with one for last week. We're going to continue to do that. And also the shows delve into different areas. And there'll still be some, it's around the XFM shows kind of, that we, we touch on them, but it's something, you know, it's totally different. Not worth paying for, obviously. But Wow, you've really great. So I honestly thought you'd do better than that. <laughs> uh, join us, uh, look, join, join you, us on Patreon. You get loads of uh, bonus uh, content featuring me and Thank Gary. You. Video stuff, you get... Uh, yeah, I can't do much. No, I just said that in a better way. <laughs> and then you... uh, three pounds a month is minimum. But, uh, well, yeah, I was going to say five would be nice because we, we get about four of it. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, do do do. Anyway, let's move into let's slide away into XFM in the community. Now, my first correspondence is from someone I'm going to call oh, Mister Gary Forrester. Oh, that's clever. <laughs> no, I just said in this. I, this was a text so out. I could read it out, well, but I like you to read it out. And I'll... No, that's fine. We we sometimes te- obviously Gary and I text during the Some, week. We text a lot, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I text him a tweet that just wound me up again. Oh, no yeah. surprises. It was from Ricky. Yeah, and the tweet was uh, it says hashtag humanity now streaming on Netflix hashtag supernature coming soon hashtag Armageddon work in progress the marketing machine that is his Twitter Mm. account anyway there is a quote from Ian Coburn um, overlaid a text on a on a full auditorium image and it says Ricky Gervais is Britain's biggest stand up he sells out arenas around the world so that is a quote from a critic called mm. with his name so that's a quote from a critic and that went and on. gary was... who is another critic <laughs> text me this i just don't get why the quotes on there should i do your voice no okay. no just do it okay but just uh, i just don't use, get use the um the the intonation the, sure. the punctuation I just don't get why the quote's on there. Not only does everyone know that fact, he knows that everyone knows it, and everyone knows in turn, and he knows that we know it already. I know it already. But seriously, you just don't need the quote. He sells without that. So basically, you could put the quote and probably earn around 25000 extra, well, under 0.001% of his worth. And look, genuinely arrogant twat, because it's from yourself, not the reviewer. Or you could forego that £25,000, which you will never get to spend in your entire lifetime and look a bit more classy. It adds nothing. It's not as the poster where you can put a quote. It's just a tweet. And notice the quote touches on absolutely nothing meaningful, comedically, simply his commercial success. So no comic would do such a thing. Even Michael McIntyre, 
You know, it would be like, God, this man says what you're thinking more than anyone out there. Or in Frankie Boyle, he says the unconscionable so you don't have to. Offers with aggressive grace. Right, just totally made them up about not two of my favourite comics, but you see what I mean. Any comedian with anything worth anything. Morally, that is not worth anything. Yeah, a quote firstly. But if they had, and it shows that hardly existed, take one that speaks in a way about the comedy, the themes, the style, the absurdity. His comedy is his success. It should be that your success is your comedy. So can you elaborate on your your point? Well, no, I don't. I think you've allowed, you've done all everything that is to be said. No, but if your success, his his comedy is is his success. It should be your success is your comedy as a comedian. But his comedy, his big joke, his kind of underlying joke is everything, is how successful he is. That is mm. his comedy. It's not very good comedy. And it's it's kind of arrogant. You you can be your if your comedy is your success, you've been a bloody good comedian. So it's kind of just like that. I just wish he wouldn't be so self-congratulatory. Like yeah. it's just so like, th- why do you need to promote yourself? You've got 15 million followers and to all this shit about uh, like freedom of speech you are reaching a huge audience no one is cutting you off no one is censoring you you no. are getting absolutely millions and millions of pounds it, and you're not even you're not even trying as no, well but it's not it's, you couldn't put a quote on or something you can put something but not if you picked a quote there must be some some people who've reviewed his show and they must have some quote that's about a substantive thing even if we don't agree with it they they must say oh he's really sharp on you know cancel culture or something just something yeah. even where i don't i don't agree with it but at least you could put that but no he, the quote that he chose was a quote saying you might as well just... how he sells out arenas you know and that's because yeah. his, his comedy is the success and it's not shouldn't be that way around well because yeah, it's just know. a fact it's just a fact it's not even like a, a statement on yeah how's it says how good his comedy yeah, well, is which so, is it, it, that is how you judge a, a comedian like you're you're an aspiring comedian i think um, everyone should be judged on your, your your jokes, your comedy and stuff. It's not me about partially earlier when I went through that. That's Tansbury's one. Anyway, <laughs> but you know, yeah, totally. Yeah, you should be judged. You should be judged. You're putting yourself out there to be judged. But like, don't we? Everyone knows that he's the biggest. And even if you don't, you'd say Ricky in the top five. Like, so we don't yeah. need to know your being's biggest. Sound, but he's so arrogant. Like he puts it on. You could put a quote that was really, really sickly. Like, oh, you know, saying how brilliant he was, but make it about something comedic that was an, in your act, something mm. actually about your act. But yeah, for him, it's like, I don't know. No, I agree. Like, it's just, Maybe it's we should deconstruct like... his tweets every single week and make that yeah, a feature. Well, um, well, I'm glad I got a feature. I, I got mentioned on the show. <laughs> so maybe I'll, I'll try and send you a text every week. <laughs> No, but you read that well. I curate this, thanks. Sorry, I did my best. Um, it's quite hard to read a text, actually, in your well, was, conversational was, tone. Yeah, because I was, I was a bit I know, annoyed I as know. I was reading it. So. It's okay. Let's move on. Um, right. This is on to actual listeners, so thank well, you for bearing with us. Uh, Wagyu on YouTube says... Uh, this is when we asked about listener habits and we did that Twitter poll. I always try and do chronological, then podcasts, then guide tos, then try to find new reactions for the cartoon. So this is someone that lists that watches uh, reaction videos to, to to the cartoon. That's that's pretty uh, that's pretty new. So, I, I don't oh, know anyone like, that does that actually. Yeah, like they. They're very popular such a load now, of aren't bollocks, they? But I saw a couple and they were funny. It's like usually it's either. 
one way or the other around. America, watch Americans react yeah, yeah, yeah. to Only Fools and Horses, say, or watch Brits react <laughs> to you. Brits react to Kirstie Alley, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's that'd be that'd be good to hear an American react to the XFM shows. That that would be that would be. I'd like to. Hear yeah, that well, American I think this is exactly what they do. Then every cycle, I try to dig up some obscure new thing. I've never seen before. Series zero is a mess though. I'm really hoping we get those filled in by air check downloads as well as unheard series one maybe uh, who were supposed to always have tapes rolling on XFM around this time. They suck up an episode that we already have but with continuity left in about a month ago on Mixcloud. Now I should explain air check downloads is a Twitter account and also a community or an individual that is archiving radio content from the late 90s early noughties and who allegedly you know has has all these like backed backed up recordings and everyone on the on the reddit ricky gervais thread is really really excited about this because there's the possibility that there might be some new content out there somewhere in the ether that might be uploaded to this mixed cloud and i'll make sure that i post a link to the description but this is what this fellow wagyu is talking about okay i didn't um, know that's good i honestly i did I, that's quite yeah well uh, there isn't that much if you're talking from series one onwards, I know for a fact that the vast majority of series one is out. The only unknowns could be the beginning, like around. I would like to hear the show just after 9-11 as well, how they handled that, because that, that's roughly when they started. Those ones have been lost, but there's only about two at the beginning that are lost. But series zero might have many that are lost. I don't know. I bet there's a lot. And how, does so... this guy, how does this guy come across it? He must have worked just... there. Yeah, I have. No, no, he didn't work there. I think it's just even an enthusiast or he has some sort of software or technology or it's not it's not that mad really because it, it, it this is fm from radio i don't know it's anyway right, i'm surprised no one's done it anyway this is this is a fantastic email um thank you you can also do do check out the shows on on youtube uh like yeah, w- yeah. wagu did this one is from jake williams and this is a great email all right Loving the show. Keep the guitar riffs up, lads. I live in New Zealand, but I'm from Worthing, West Sussex. Not that too far from GGF. I was always a Gervais fan since The Office and Extras, but discovered Carl in about 2009 after watching the famed DVD Extra where he's talking to the bloke who thinks he's going to live forever. I'm a plumber and when I started a new job here out in New Zealand, I got put up with another English lad for the day. I asked him if he liked Ricky Gervais like I asked most people I meet in the hope of some common ground. He said he did, and like a lot of people do. However, I knew it was a shot in the dark when I asked, with no context, if he's into the XFM shows. Now... I know a lot of people who like Ricky aren't actually aware of the shows, so I was expecting the usual response of, what's that? But he stopped what he was doing, looked me in the eye and said, how did you know I like XFM? (laughs) This was in New Zealand? Yeah. Wow. Um, I knew it was the start of a great friendship, and it's great to have someone this side of the world I can quote with on the regular. When me and the wife got together... With his missus. The, the word wife. wife. The wife. <laughs> the wife. The girls often roll their eyes as we throw a few quotes back and forth, not knowing what we are going on about, but assuming it's something to do with RSK. Anyway, as I say, I've been enjoying your podcast and it's nice to feel part of a community, knowing there are lots of other like-minded people with an unhealthy obsession with a 20-year-old Tim Pop radio station between one and three of a Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's great. So I can't believe that. You think New Zealand that couldn't? There's no country, no developed country further away. Because you don't. I don't get that even here. 
Like, hmm. it's very often. A couple of times someone's no, known a bit about it, but that's it. So to be it's... in New Zealand, that's just crazy. But it's, just, you know, it's great. I just love how you build that question up where you go, are you into XFM? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like it's a big thing think to ask because like it's like, this big thing but it's it's, yeah, it's but just a show but that they weren't i've had a few examples of where i've said like are you into xfm and someone goes yeah, yeah, yeah. okay mm, i'm gonna test the water here yeah they're not. <laughs> how far can they i get? know the podcast at best yeah think but I, do, do you know what i'm jake i'm so happy for you and it's wonderful that you've you've met a kindred spirit out oh, there in, in New Zealand. And I hope that you'll be quoting for years to go. And it really does form, because you just need one hobby or one mutual shared interest that you yes. can sustain a friendship, right. <laughs> like what we've done. You need a Start bit more a podcast. Than that. Yeah, I'm sort of thinking of, anyway, <laughs> but that's separate. But no, that's lovely. And um, keep it up. You know, imagine if you met someone like that and you're like, and you hated each other, like every, in every other way. It'd be so annoying you still have to be friends with them. But no, lovely. Love it. And this this next one and our last one for the day is from uh, Harry Steen, who sent us, who is a regular contributor, has sent Thank us you, a, a correspondence in the past and is a fireman. Oh, hello. Yes. There's a fire. Um, dear Miles and Gary, uh, great to hear you haven't tinkered with the show's winning formula by trying to introduce any quality into it. Anyway, for the first time in at least a couple of years, I actually sat down and listened to some of the Ricky Gervais show podcasts specifically the guides to law and order, the future, etc. I perhaps overindulged on series two of XFM recently and so fancied something a little bit different and something I knew I was less familiar with. Wow, the podcasts just aren't much worse than the XFM shows. They can be borderline unlistenable at times. For example, on XFM, it's hilarious when Ricky swears, shite. because he knows it's a bit naughty and the radio station will inevitably have to deal with any complaints that may come. On the podcasts, it isn't funny and can be horrible to listen to. Calling Carl a dickhead, a fucking idiot or a stupid cunt just isn't entertaining and makes both Ricky and Steve fundamentally unlikable in that context. Mm, mm. I know that Carl was in on it and probably didn't care, but it makes it a painful listen, which thankfully is never the case with the XFM shows. Definitely. You know the it's it's because it's naughty, you know, and it's like he's doing it. He he, he never does it outright. So he doesn't say F or C, but even he nearly says C. Do you know and that's funny to nearly do it? But it's not as soon as you do it, like it's not it's not well, funny. You, it breaks good in. good example, and this is a good lesson of creativity. Not that there's any rules of creativity or anything, because I don't agree with that either. But I, I listen to this podcast called The Business. Kim Masters and it basically offers like an overview of the film industry on a week by week basis. Oh my god. And then last week they were they were doing an interview with um Denis Villeneuve, um, who directed Dune, which is this big uh, sci fi epic for Warner Brothers. But it's also quite it was quite a risky film for, for Warner Brothers to take as well. So they didn't offer him this massive fuck off budget. They they did rein it in a bit. Uh, despite his success, you know, he's had so much success with Arrival, Blade Runner 2049. Shows that haven't always performed at the box office, but have always got critical acclaim. He's huge, right? Denis Villeneuve. I love him as a filmmaker. And he was offered like, you know, a sizable budget, but not a wild budget. But what he was able to do 
with this budget for, for that film is incredible. And actually, in his own words, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he said, you know, I wouldn't have wanted more money. You should have restrictions on creativity, should have restrictions in filmmaking, because these will often like make you to think more again horrible phrase turn the phrase but think outside the boss to be more creative to to think of solutions that aren't always solved with money and i think that's can be related to the podcast in some way once he was given complete freedom and as great as that is to have you're never tied to anything ever again you know no you need to you, you just, the radio was brilliant because it was live it was exciting it was raw it was pirate in, in some ways yeah. or at least that's how it started and he was nobody as soon as he becomes a somebody and i mean a proper somebody and he was back then it happened very quickly for him he's very lucky it's a golden globes really that's what exactly but then he's got podcast and he's got complete ownership over that medium he was like what they were like record world breaking um yeah. for that show so you stop trying after a while and yeah. after a while, the quality will suffer. And this is a good lesson to learn. Like, you know, we all want, I think a lot of people who are in the kind of kind of creative medium, like consider myself in that, you know, you want to get there as fast as you can. But when you're there, where'd you go? Well, yeah, but you stay, keep there. You keep turning it out. But I get that. I get that's true. You know, when he had the podcast, it was too, it was too liberal with, with swearing and that. It's not just that, but actually the crime and punishment one is quite a... That's, that's uh, out of all of them. I remember that being vaguely pretty good compared mm. with the rest, but it still suffers from all of those problems. And, um, but anyway, sorry, Harry. But it's, it's like... No, my no, 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 it's um, like... It's interesting. It's interesting. Go on. Uh, another example is Ricky's endless atheism chat, which seems to crop oh, up yeah. every other episode... I'm an atheist as well, but I just can't mm. be bothered listening to someone list all of the reasons why you, they're Harry. right and any re and religious people are morons. Again, it doesn't make for interesting listening. And correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Ricky ever mentions his re religious beliefs at all on XFM. I think he does mention he is, but I, I you are right. Obviously, he, he, that he, is a fleeting yeah. passing moment. Like he does never dwell on it. He even like will go as far as kind of going into the Noah chat and kind of like as if it's kind of, that was on the um, one he did on BBC, I think. And it's like, he doesn't do it. In, it's no insulting in his voice. It clearly, you know, you could think, oh, he, he actually doesn't believe this because of the way he said, but it's not like sarcastic. He's kind of like, but he does, you know, does, to think of him doing that now would be ridiculous. You know, deconstruct yeah. every part of it. That's, um, I agree with you. And I'm an atheist, and I feel so. I love Jesus. God bless our Lord and Saviour. Yeah. There was a bloke actually on um I was on Oxford Street reinventing my look buying some new clothes. I was just been in uh, Prada. Oh, what is it? I don't know. Prada? Like River Island or whatever. No, what you won't listen to anything I said. I was doing some life admin and bought some new clothes for my wardrobe. Anyway, there was yeah. a bloke and all the fucking nutters are out now that they've closed Top Shop and uh, some bloke preaching outside going, God is going to kill you. Oh, fuck, was it, didn't someone, didn't just someone murder someone in Top Shop? Am I getting that wrong? That's oh, why I don't know. Probably. No. Not, there was. It no, did. it's yes. because they went into liquidation, you tool. Okay, but that might have happened, but someone was murdered oh, oh, there oh, anyway, a couple of months ago. 
A final question. Once you've completed reviewing all the XFM shows, still a while away, I know, will you look at the podcasts or guides at all? I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on individual episodes and moments, even though I know it will be rightfully so. Uh, a far more scathing take from the glory years of XFM. Take care and hit me up in the Edinburgh Festival if you can be bothered to make it up here. Now, Harry, we will definitely seek you out when we go to Edinburgh. Uh, um, I, I love style. Edinburgh. I love Scotland. I yeah. love that city. Uh, we had such a good time. And I hope, you know, we get a, a nice hotel. And the festival, lovely, I mean, Christ. Lovely come curry. Do you remember that? It's really yeah, nice. Yeah, the curry well, I don't know what, there's something about it. That was, and the um, waiter was so, the waiter kept coming over and saying, is everything all right? And I was like, yeah, thank actually, you could you get this? A bit of that and a towel or yeah. something. You know, you did. And a towel. Or whatever, like the hot towel <laughs> at the end. Um, so what do you think, Gary? Uh, we don't spend Where a lot of money, going? by the way. Where are we going to go? Where are we going to go with this podcast? What, with, the, with the podcast right now? Yes. <laughs> with this episode? No, we will. I think we will go on to the podcast. It, we always intended this as specifically not about the podcast. But at the time, we've done every single one of the XFM shows that's available. Yeah, we probably oh, it would. And it would have been more scaven to take. And I think at that point, we, we've got good credentials as we didn't get into this to review the podcast. We, we did it all about the XFM show. But, you know, at some point, you get to the end of it so yeah you kind of have to move on i just don't want it to be like if we move on to the podcast i just don't want it to ever feel too negative or or too yeah Yeah, because i don't think that's fun and i don't think that's actually because i don't feel that that's fun to listen to either if you're a listener yeah there's some fantastic bits in like the xfm shows are brilliant because they as as funny as they are and i'd say 90 percent funny there are some moments that you can sort of take apart and you when you're as obsessive and you've listened as much you can get quite you know nitpickety and you can like sort of finger your way through these like little moments but when you're when you're doing the podcasts i feel i just don't want to be like slagging yeah. something off course because no, i even get bored of myself for doing as that. well like you can do that, emphasize some good bits, whereas now we yeah. emphasize good bits, but we kind of are acknowledging tacitly at the same time bad bits. But you try and do yeah. it in reverse, it still sounds classy. Well, it would no, but um, thank you, Harry, day. for your correspondence. Well, thank and you, I Harry. hope, and I hope your um, and I hope your job. I, I think you mentioned last time that you were sort of struggling a bit of your job, so I do hope oh, things yeah, yeah. are a bit better this time. Let's know, and, Harry. Uh, do you stay want. in touch. Let's know. Yeah, Harry's a good signed, signed at Miles and Gary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many lives have you saved? Now, Harry could say that to people and just, you know, sit back. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, Thanks, what do you Harry, think of today's sh- What did you? <laughs> well, I know what you're going to say. I'll say oh, it's quite good. I liked it. Well, a lot of good content, but there's probably, I'd say, there's going to be a lot of editing. Oh, God, yeah. There's, we digressed a bit, but I, I, I think it's a fun show. I like yeah, it. I, I enjoyed today's like show. Yeah, I, I did like it. He, he uh, says that now to me afterwards. He'll be scathing. Oh, yeah, I'll be kicking off. I'll be polite. <laughs> I will be raging. But anyway, guys. See, I've got to wear uh, these little headphones. What I go through for this. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, coming up. So we've got Ian Morris next week, co-writer yes. of the Inbetweeners slash... If we can... Cut, if, for, we can uh, if we can like arrange yeah. some time zone differences. Yeah. Uh, so he's coming up. Do 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 look forward to that. Next up, we've got our final episode of Series 3. Uh, so that'll be Series 3 yes. wrapped. Can you bloody believe it? We're talking to Series 4. Yeah. Only in the second... Madness. There's only six of them. You know, yeah, only six of them. Yeah. And then we'll go back to series one from the start, and then we'll be nearly as good as the Cardi Pillet Boys. 
Yeah. Uh, why are you talking in that sort of I voice? Don't, I, moment? Don't I don't know. I don't know. I just like it. No, it's okay. Uh, I quite liked it. We're going to do a live stream, like to sort of celebrate the end of Series 3 and to introduce the beginning of Series 4. Exactly. The, the live stream itself will just be about not nonsense, you know. Whatever. Just a recap, basically. A review. Yeah. Uh, and the ultimate review. What a, what a waste of an endorsement. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> just a recap. See you later. See. But anyway, lots to look forward to. What are you going to do for the rest of your afternoon? Uh, to chill out, have a bit of um, yeah. cold, Meth. cold, a bit of crystal, <laughs> crystal. A bit of Tina, they call it in the business. Uh, Tina, I think so. No, that Quite might fair. be that might be crack cocaine. Is Tina? Uh, oh no, it's definitely something. And a bit I, too uh, rock and roll for you, is it? Well, yeah, but I might try it. I would like to. I've been Gary Forrestal. You've been the best. Yeah, it's simply the best. Don't turn it off. Yeah, no, I'm just going to chill out because it's Sunday. You know, I often work at the weekend, but today this is my work. Do you know what I mean? This is Mm. hard work. You don't realize, listeners, how hard it is with with these little headphones on, you know, into this (laughs) mic. And let us know if you genuinely have you found my voice. Forget the quality of it, what I've said, but have you found the content, the, the, how loud it's been, quality. how, how the word clear for, love. it's been? How, no, but not the quality of my no, we understand. lexicology. <laughs> the quality of the lexicology is the name of your next album. That's that's my autobiography. Oh, no, I think we're uh, tired. We need do, to. What are you going to do for the rest of the day? I don't know, mate. I'm going to okay, have a, a glass of wine with the missus. Uh, and we're going to... What else are we going to watch? We're going to watch... We've done the goggle box. We've done the first dates. Uh, How is it going with the wife? It's good, man. Yeah, is it? <laughs> Let's wrap. Yeah, OK. Anyway. All right. Cheers, guys. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Bye.